I'm in a book club. We do not read books, but we do get together and eat various cheeses. And so it's like a cheese um, club. There were books in the room. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about dabbling in self-improvement 30 days at a time. We are in our second week of our gratitude challenge, and we will be checking in to see how it's going. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my much more disciplined friend, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm very grateful to be a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. I'm going to do my best to whip our guinea peg into shape and hold her accountable to habit changes that she will undertake one month at a time. I'm going to be playing along too. And as we take on a new habit each month, we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. This month, we are focusing on gratitude and are committed to developing gratitude practices. Last week, we talked about the ways in which a focus on gratitude can change your thoughts, and science can even confirm that it rewires your brain. According to an article called The Grateful Brain from Psychology Today, gratitude can have such a powerful impact on your life because it engages your brain in a virtuous cycle. Your brain only has so much power to focus focus its attention. It cannot easily focus on both positive and negative stimuli. It is like a small child, easily distracted. Oh, your tummy hurts? Here's a lollipop. So you lost your job? Isn't it wonderful we're having KFC for dinner? On top of that, your brain loves to fall for the confirmation bias. That is, it looks for things that prove what it already believes to be true. And the dopamine reinforces that as well. So once you start seeing things to be grateful for, your brain starts looking for more things to be grateful for. That's how the virtuous cycle gets created. And I think it's pretty clear that there isn't a whole lot of downside to focusing on gratitude. This article had some interesting distinctions regarding the impact on depression and anxiety and how gratitude tends to have most impact on depression. Overall, it's pretty incredible to see how this relatively low-tech solution can have some pretty great outcomes on your everyday life. So with that article in mind and now being one week into our gratitude challenge, how's it going for you, Peg? Well, there really is something about this practice that helps to shift perspective. So I mentioned last week that sometimes if John or I have had a difficult day or if one of us is feeling down or being negative, the rampage of appreciation really changes our state and allows us to bring our energy to a different place. So we have so much to be grateful for, and it's pretty awesome to feel how tuning into that can really shift your perspective and change your state to the positive. So deciding to focus more on and commit to being even more intentional about the practice by doing it daily and actually writing it down has been very positive. So I, and also it's cool that I've been consistent with it for a week. So I'm grateful for that. How about you, Jenny? Well, and you said you're getting intentional and that's your word for 2019 is intentional. So you are right on with that. Um, so I would say for me, this one's pretty locked in, you know, like we are a week into our challenge, but in reality, I'm three and a half years into this daily gratitude practice. So if it's not locked in by now, I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I started, I think, I think it was actually back when Ethan was a baby. So maybe it was longer ago than I thought because I was on maternity leave and I, I think you and I've talked about this before. I started actually with a photo journaling, uh, as part of an online course that I was doing and it evolved into the use of the five minute journal. So I was doing a course, a Brene Brown course through the own network yeah. and, um, so, but then I, I transitioned into using the five minute journal and we spoke about this last week that they have the free page that you can download because every day basically has the same prompts, uh, but they do offer the free page so that you can get familiar with it. Uh, so I was initially just writing in my own blank journal just to see what I thought. And then I moved into actually using the five minute journal. So for me, even though this habit is locked in and I really enjoy it and I feel the benefit from it, I think I could get more intentional with how I set my intentions for the day to make sure that they back up that 19 for 2019 list that we've been working on so that I can make sure I get it done. So, and it reminds me, I need to print out and hang up my list so that I can sure I'm working toward those goals and that I have them top of mind in front of me. So I need to, I need to post those up on my board. I think maybe I'll put them, you know, where we were doing those uh, vision boards. I think I'll put it with that and sure. kind of have my, my little board of motivation, but um, speaking of the 19 for 19, how's that going for you? Well, uh, I haven't really completed any of my 19 items yet, but I've made steps to start a bunch of them. So I'm back on track with Duolingo and learning Spanish daily. So that's one of my goals. Last week, I met with the graphic designer that helps me with my website, and I'm working on some of the projects that are going to be included on the website. And two of my 19 for 19 focus on that. So stay tuned wow. for that. Stay tuned for that. Ooh. Uh, John and I are also planning a big renovation of our house in the spring of 2020. And a big part of the planning is in 2019. And that's on the list of 19 for 2019. And we had the guy from the design and build company come to the house to do the measurements to draw up the plans. So it's getting started. That's very exciting. Wow. So overall, I've definitely started a few of my 19 for 19. And there's something about being an intentional as you know, we keep bringing that word up, but there's something powerful about knowing that these this is what my goals are and then having this accountability every week as we talk and then just keep getting after it so it's cool things are things are going I'm, we're started how about you i'm so you excited for your renovation yeah well that's gonna be awesome it's gonna be pretty cool yeah. um how about you how are you doing with checking things off your list uh so far it's, it's going all right um but like i said i could definitely benefit from posting it up and making some actual concrete plans there of how i'm going to get it done uh, on my list, there's some ongoing things that I want to do throughout the year. And then there's some kind of what I would call like one-time things. So far, I have checked off buying a paddleboard. That was one of mine that I wanted yeah, to do. Cool. Um, and replacing my winter gear. So right. new boots, coat, hat, all that. Um, getting my finances organized a bit more. I had a really big blitz with this on the weekend. That was great. Um, I've added some more plants to my home, which was something I wanted to do. And I'm on track so far. And I mean, this is one month in, but with my monthly things that I wanted to do of going out for dinner with Jeff, um, also regular visits with my grandparents. So 
for me, that includes making sure that at, at a minimum once a month, I visit my grandfather in the nursing home and I'm checking in weekly with my grandma. Um, and then as well, the daily exercise habit. So sticking to, uh, committing to daily exercise, the ones that I need to really work to get on my schedule and take some active steps towards are planning out some vacations that will reinforce my word of the year, which is recreation, uh, and doing a little bit of home improvements. So we're looking to potentially, well, we, we want to add a fireplace to our living room, but it's, it's going to involve, um, finding someone to do that. So we need to get on top of that. So, but yeah, so I would say, I think I've got, I want to say like maybe four, three or four knocked off on mine. And then, like I said, other ones, it's like, I, I can't really, they're ongoing. It's something I've committed to doing every month. So I, I can't really say that they're done until the end of the year, but I'm okay. working on it. All right. Sounds fantastic. I feel like uh, we're on track. This is good. Let's uh, let's keep getting after it. And if you're yeah. listening and you did a list of 19 for 2019, we want to hear how you're doing when we're a month and a little bit into the new year. Uh, how's it going? Have you checked anything off your list? Uh, is this a little bit of a reminder to get back after it? Send us an email at theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com or come and find us on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone and Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse. Yes. And you know what I need to do? I need to make a little reminder for us that we check in with each other at least once a month on this and see how we're doing. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay. Every week we ask you to play along with us and we are so excited that some of you are, and we're extra excited that some of you are even telling us about it. We are always so glad to hear what you think about the podcast. And we are very curious to hear how you're doing when it comes to our monthly habit challenges. Uh, so Peg, I was at book club last week, speaking of this and uh, there was four of us because of not great weather. So we didn't have our full group, but there were four of us. And one of my friends was telling me that she has been exercising regularly since December 31st. And she has kept up with this um, goal that she has set for herself. And the funniest part was she had to get in her exercise for that day. So she was doing the exercise <laughs> as book club? we were up as we were doing book club. And it was, it was pretty funny because, you know, we're talking and out of the corner of my eye, I can see her like doing these like lunges and planks. It was pretty funny. Oh, but I think that's great. We got talking about habits because she remembered me saying about the year that I did a different resolution every month. And so she was saying, oh, you inspired me to to do this. And I thought, oh, cool. And then we got talking. I realized I had not told her or the other one of my other friends at book club about our podcast. So yeah. I mentioned it to her. And so she was excited. So it was nice because I got to. <laughs> so they let me uh, show them how to subscribe. So hopefully they're going to be listening. Uh, so that was Jesse and Laura at my book club, their sisters. So I'm hoping that they'll be listening in. And my friend Brant as well. He's been listening to the podcast also. So that so was nice to be with with three people who are new and ongoing listeners. I'm really excited to hear that those guys are listening. But um, you said it's Jesse and Laura and Brant? Yes. So maybe they can confirm for me that uh, book club is actually cheese club and there's not really any <laughs> books involved. Now, I will say we were we were talking about reading a book. We started out, I think, um, eight years ago, our book club. Okay. This is a lot. And the reason I know is because well, it was seven or eight years because one of my friends at the time was pregnant. 
and her son is turning eight this year. Okay. So it's, that's kind of my marker of how long this book club has been going. And initially, like for the first couple of years, we were on top of it. And then everybody started having kids. And then the book reading just kind of went off the rails. But we've really been trying to uh, really keep up seeing each other because it is such a great group. Um, but yeah, it's been really cool. It's a really neat group. And everybody's had so many changes over the years. But it's nice that we've kind of kept getting together. To and eat we cheese. Do to eat, basically. Um, <laughs> I love there it. Also other food items that were there. <laughs> Uh, there was some really good, I think popcorn that was good. Um, but we do, you know what we, we did talk about reading a book. There was a book called educated, uh, that I've heard is really good. And my friend actually emailed it to me. So I'm going to, uh, think about reading it. Okay. Uh, but you know, we, we often talk about things like podcasts or, you know, cause this is a new thing is, you know, your book club could transition into being Netflix club where you get together and you talk about a show that you've been watching or something like that or it's a podcast a, club or a podcast club yeah so it doesn't have to just be that but anyhow cool. well, that's kind of neat yeah and then I've mentioned my friend Sarah from work before as yeah. well so we were having a department meeting today and we were talking about what we'd like to do at our by like every other week call we have and she brought up, oh, we should do win and learn, um, just like on your podcast. So that was kind of funny. So I think we're actually going to try that out at work, doing awesome. our just like we do. So, so thank you for Sarah for being such a a great ongoing listener and and pal. Uh, thanks for listening, Sarah. So speaking of which, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Share what you've been working on with your habits. Ask us questions or just say hello. Send us an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com or come say hi on the socials. You can find Peggy on Instagram at drpeggymalone and I'm on Twitter at jkouse. You can also get our attention by using the hashtag the improvement project. And now it is time for a segment where we dig a little deeper into our personalities called who are you anyway? We're going to take a question and each give our perspective on the topic with the goal of understanding ourselves a little bit better. This week's Who Are You Anyway question is, what are you grateful for? All right. So I'll start. And I'll start by saying that, and I'm always grateful for this, but I'm grateful that basically I won the socioeconomic geopolitical lottery by being born when and where I was. And I am grateful for the amazing advantages that that has brought me, including most of the following list. I'm grateful for my family and friends and the fact that they are healthy and happy. I'm grateful for indoor plumbing. I'm grateful for uh, the purrs of cats, Sunday football, the hugs of children, my husband's jokes and his cooking. I'm grateful for snowboarding, chocolate, red wine, enchiladas, books, colorful socks, and my comfortable warm bed. I'm grateful that my body is healthy and able. I'm grateful for the job that I have where I get to help people feel better and where I get to know them in many cases over years and years. I'm grateful for the adventure of this podcast and for our listeners and for my wonderful co-host and friend, Jenny. Aw, thanks, Peg. That's very sweet and I appreciate that. Um, so I would say for me, I'm right with you. Very grateful for my family, my friends, my health, my home, all of that. Absolutely. Um, also grateful for my comfortable warm bed. Love that you mentioned that. Um, and so, yeah, I love all of that. 
And I'm so grateful for all of it. And one of the other things that comes to mind, and I think about this really often, is that I'm grateful to have developed a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset. So I I think that this is something that I have cultivated over the last, I don't know, I want to say three years. And I don't think it would be over-exaggerating to say that it can be life changing. Having the belief that you have the ability to change your life and that you're in control of your outcomes. I would say that I used to have a very fixed mindset and I believed that some people were just talented or wired that way. And this makes me think of the time, not last summer, but the summer before, um, where I challenged an assumption that I had that there were people who were runners And there were people who were not runners. And I believed categorically I was someone who was not a runner. And what I did was I challenged this belief in myself after going through the process of challenging some other kind of identity beliefs I had. And I ended up just starting training. I signed up for a race. And that summer, I ran in two five-kilometer races. That was a huge mental shift for me. And I'm so grateful because it has made me open to what is really possible for me. And that has shifted not just in terms of running a race, but the thought that in my head that now I know that I can do things that I thought I couldn't do or that I just believed were outside of that scope. And that's what I mean by kind of this fixed mindset versus growth mindset is that you realize you're able to change. And I think that that's, that's what we're doing here. Yeah, it's absolutely relevant to ourselves. habit changes in what we're doing for sure. Yeah. Cool. And I think what a, what an incredible gift to give yourself. I know what it has done for me. And I think about, you know what, I even look at my son and he'll say, oh, I just can't do that. And it's so cool because I feel like I can really say to him with genuine conviction, yeah, you can. You just have to actually think you can. That's the first step. And I used to think things like that were like just garbage. Like I used to just think like, oh, yeah, okay. Like that's just some mumbo jumbo that people say. But it wasn't until I experienced the shift that that running made for me that I really understood it. And I'm, I'm not a runner now. It's not something I do, but it was something I used as a tool to shift the way I think. And this is something that James Clear talks about. He talks about this embodying an identity. And it's so it's so important what you tell yourself about who you are. So this is what what I'm so grateful for is that I had that shift in my life that, you know, now I woke up one day and I'm like, apparently I'm a podcaster now. That's right. I love it. There we go. And if this idea of fixed mindset versus growth mindset resonates with anyone and you want to know more about it, there's a book and it's called Mindset by Carolyn Dweck. She's a psychologist and this book is fantastic. It really lays it out, the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And it was an aha moment for me when I read that book, because I would say that I think probably as most people growing up, you sort of have certain ideas that you just think, I'm not that. And then it's cool when you have the growth mindset, you can challenge it. You can, by taking steps, by practicing, by moving towards something that's a goal for you, you can grow into something that you maybe thought was not possible because you had a fixed mindset in the past. So it's pretty uh, powerful subject matter. So check that out. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Awesome. And now it is time for what are you digging lately? This segment is one that may or may not be related to our monthly theme. Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts that we've been listening to lately or what books we've been reading or what random internet hilarity we found. And we feel like you might find it fun too. 
So each week, each of us will share something fun that we are loving, that we are finding useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. Uh, so this week, I'm digging uh, a recipe uh, that I did in the slow cooker. So I get home late on one night a week, and it's always a thing to sort out what we should eat at 8 p.m. So sometimes I'll just pick up fast food or something easy on the way home. And having food in the slow cooker before I leave to go to work is kind of a game changer because you get home and it's ready and it's amazing. So I found this recipe that I made this past week and it's from a website called Fresh Planet Flavor. And the recipe is for slow cooker curried chicken stew. And it was delicious and it was easy and um, there was enough for leftovers. So I'll put a link to the recipe in the show notes if anybody wants to give it a try. But that was something that was a it was really nice to just come home and you could smell the whole house smell delicious Aww. and you just have to like scoop it out and eat it. No prepping when you get home late and you're just kind of like, I need to eat now. Would you eat that with like rice or just on its own? Yeah, you, either. So I, that night I did come home and I took 10 or 15 minutes to make the rice and that was fine. But um, I think you could just eat it on its own as well. That sounds really, really good. I would like to try that. I'll check it out. Okay. We had chili in the slow cooker today and it oh. was very nice to just have dinner ready Yeah, it's magic to come home and it's just done. Oh, so great. So I am digging not food. Um, But I I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I'm a little obsessed with mascara. I I don't know about this obsession of yours now. Okay. I love mascara. Um, And I just found a new one that I really like. And it is called Maybelline Lash Sensational Mascaras. Mascaras always have ridiculous names. But anyways, this one is Maybelline Lash Lash Sensational Mascara. And I love a good mascara. And this one was something that I hadn't tried before. And I, oh, I absolutely love it. And it's good right from the beginning. Like some mascaras are only good until they're about halfway through. Some are only good at the beginning. This one is, is great right from the start. So if you're looking for a mascara with good definition and length with like a little bit of fullness, but not globby, this is worth a try. And it's, um, mascara is one of those things that I do not like to leave the house without putting on. I feel really weird without it. Like a Mr. Potato head <laughs> without its eye parts. Like it's just like two holes. I just, I, it's just not something I enjoy. Like I just, I feel good. I love putting mascara and I like the process of it. Um, but yeah, this is a really good one. Before that, I used to use uh, Illegal Lengths Mascara by Maybelline, which is also very good. I have tried most mascaras. Like anything that even hints that it is lengthening, I've tried. Because I just like, I like mascaras. But when I find a good one, I'm I'm all in. So you oh don't God. need mascara. Well, yeah, I have the I dough have, eyes. Yeah, well, I have lash extensions that are put on. But even when I didn't have them mascara has always been a bit of an aggravator to my eyes so I never have ever really worn it other than it when it's like like once a year special occasion so so I'm glad that uh, you can pass on that your mascara obsession to our listeners I hope somebody can grab hold of that and find something amazing so great it's so good and I trying makeup uh I hate it I hate it when you like you buy something and you don't like it right away because it just feels like such a waste. Sure. So it's nice when you find something good. It's like, yes, this is a good You need to tell one. everybody. Give them the testimonial. Yes. You guys, I tried this for you. It's okay. <laughs> Do it. Amazing. All right. And now it's time for you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there was cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. 
These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So I'm up for the win this week, and uh, we discussed our 19 for 2019 lists a little bit, but um, one of the things that I didn't mention, and I will hear in the win, is one of my goals on the list is to read one fiction and one nonfiction book per month for the whole year in 2019. Woo! So in January, I read our book about sleep that uh, was our subject matter for January. So it was The Sleep Revolution by Ariana Huffington, and I also read two fiction books. So one was the one that I mentioned... Um, in last week's diggin and it was about um it was called touch by courtney mom excellent book uh and then the second book is a book my sister jenny recommended called an absolutely remarkable thing by hank green uh, and it's a really neat book as well so um you can check those out if you like so mission accomplished plus a bonus for january so that's my win snaps snaps, snaps, the snaps. thank you all right, I'm up for the learn this week, so I'm just going to get it out there. I need to disclose that I'm having a backslide with the use of technology. And so we, in December, we did our digital detox, and we established such good ground rules about how we were going to use our phones. Um, and yeah, I when I was traveling, I slept with my phone on my bedside table um, because I was using it for an alarm clock. And then unfortunately, it has crept back in as a practice when I got home. I've mentioned that I was into some watching some videos and it just it I got to admit it just turned into a thing again where I just one night had it beside me. And so the last couple nights I've had to make sure that I'm keeping it out of the bedroom um, and I am committed to re-upping on this and keeping the phone on the front ledge when I'm home because I can just feel it happening where I'm sitting on the couch and I just I don't know I don't want my son to just see me on my phone all the time and I want to be spending that time with him and I think after doing that December digital detox it really made me at least now I know what it's like to be the other way so I know what I want to go back to sure but man it's easy to backslide it's a powerful force it totally is easy to slide back into it what don't is it you who we talk about it we call it like our susu like yeah, it's just yeah, like it's oh, like I a soother yeah oh so yeah i gotta i gotta get that in order okay all right well get back after it girl i will the first okay. step is disclosure here and now we will offer accountability <laughs> when you come back and talk about it the next time oh uh, yes thank you thank you <laughs> i've now had my confession all right and we will talk about next week so next week we're going to be checking in to see how our gratitude practice is going looking forward to that all right and that's it for this episode of the improvement project we would love to hear if you have a gratitude practice or if you have been joining us in our gratitude challenge this month and what you're learning from it get in touch our email address is the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com jenny is on twitter at jakehouse and i'm on instagram at dr peggy malone you can always get our attention by using the hashtag the improvement project You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and even show them how to listen to a podcast because some people just might not know. Also, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We also have a Facebook group, so search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now go get to work on improving that most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it.
money didn't exist, what would you be doing with your time? Um, pretty much just working on this podcast all the time. 